Looking for a few good men? Well, we've got something even better. Welcome to A Few Good Romano Men, a podcast that will leave you feeling, well, pretty good. And without further ado, here is your host, Sam Romano. Welcome to the Few Good Romano Men podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, unfortunately, I am not able to stick around for this episode, um, so I'm going to leave it in the capable hands of my colleagues. And so without further ado, here is the fellas. What's up, boys? Hello, what up, Romano what men. What's going on? It's been a, it's been a minute, uh, a few weeks, actually, since we... We're on a podcast together. It was before Christmas time, so I guess it's right to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, 2023. Yeah, at what point do you stop saying Happy New Year? These are questions that I have. Like February? Gotta be, I'd say mid, mid. I think it depends on the person, honestly. Like, if you don't see them at often. But if you run into somebody in March that you haven't seen since, like, last year. No, you say no. Happy I New think Year it has to, has to end in January. January 2nd? Maybe <laughs> when, when do the, yeah, the resolutions stop? January 2nd, January 2nd. <laughs> exactly. most of them. That's, that's, that's fair. I think, I think from my view, resolutions have started to wane because people see the, um, the disillusionment that tends to come when, when, when we actually don't fulfill those resolutions. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's still important to like set goals and have a vision. All those things are really important uh, in 2023. Anything you guys believe in for or looking forward to in 2023? I picked a word. You know how they have that my word? Yeah. You, know, you pick a word for the year. That's I picked good. a word and my word was yes. Yes. Like I want my, my best yes on the table. So I picked like yes. It. And then the next day I was asked to preach. Uh, within less than a week's notice at a very tough time at my church. So it was like suddenly that yes was thrusted into, into You're action. being tested. You're being right tested. Right away, right yeah. away. So that was mine. Yeah. So you kind of uh, had to fulfill that right off the bat. Couldn't, couldn't say no. And couldn't it was, it had no. to be my best yes. So there we go. It was already in, instituted <laughs> less than 10 days into 2023. It was great. Love that. Yas with a yes. That's what yes it is. Yas with a yes. I like if it. If anybody knows. Now you know. <laughs> Damien, anything? 2023? Yeah, I've drawn a blank. I accomplished so much in 2022 that I'm like, I don't even know what this year is going to burden me. So I, I don't, I have my biggest goal is to save a little more money. Come on. Um, but that's about it. Other than that, I don't really have, like, I've, I've, I've had set down strategic goals. I have, like, weight loss goals. I have hair growing goals. I have some things like that. But I don't, I don't hair, really have hair growing goals. Oh, I'm growing it out. Going out, like I'm how much it, though? I'm giving. I don't know yet. I'm. I'm. It's already been a struggle just to get to here. They haven't cut it in more than a month and a half. And because it, the challenge is, is because I can cut my hair is is why I could never grow it out. Yeah. Because I can just go right behind there in that bathroom and whip it up and make myself look all dapper. So I've had to. I've struggled with it, but a few times I've been in there with the razor in hand and been like. I'm doing this, and I, I've actually gotten to the point where it's fallen down a little bit better. So you going sits, Caleb and... like Dame? Like the length of Caleb? I could be going longer than that. I don't know. Wow, I've never, Trevor I've never Lawrence. Wow, this is 
This is a uh, breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking, breaking news. Yeah. Yes. I was hoping that you know I could just grow it out to the summer pot, you know, and see you guys and be like, "Whoa, your hair's a lot longer," type thing. But I guess I can't hide from the general public. No, we're doing time. a podcast together. And no. I'm going to see you so in March, so it's not like you know you have that long. No, a couple it's months is still a long time though. So 2023 is the hair growing year for Damian yeah. Romano. I cannot, I cannot say the same for myself um <laughs> at all unless Ever i was again talk, talking about my beard um so but yeah i want to see a nice long beard on you Chris. i haven't i, I like, a, like a good long beard like a duck i always dynasty. say the same thing I like an identi- identifiable beard like I now say the you're same known thing. i say the same thing every year that I, I grow it out to a point and then it gets to that point where it's kind of like razor blades and tara doesn't want to kiss me so i end up shaving it because i like kissing my wife but i I have to say if i'm being truthful that part of the reason was i I grew it out actually a little bit longer this year than i have in in previous years and it's so gray that Mm. i I literally look 10 years older older yeah (laughs) do i want to look 10 years older right now i don't know and you have a you have a long you have a big dark the contrast that's what i was going for you have a big contrast between your grays like mine is it looks a little Fade, yeah. right but it's it's pretty gray and i don't care for pretty, that and i know pretty that gray that but I, me... you have a mature look to it so where mine just looks old so i don't know we'll see how it goes but Caleb, i've held on to my hair color for a while so anything the new year 2023 no it's a big year for me i don't i didn't write down any like words i have i wrote down some goals stuff i'm trying to accomplish but just consistency in a bunch of different areas just persevering through you know stuff that last semester and just different things but yeah, yeah leaving for big year amen i am too big big year 2023 2020 yep. it's my it's my nate gary year 47 that's so random what's my, who, who's number 50 anybody that's number 50 that's any good mike singletary that's <laughs> yeah, a big that's a go. mike singletary here sure. yeah singletary. yeah 50. Well, speak, speaking of football we're gonna start out our show talking about what everybody's talking about and that is the start of the nfl playoffs is uh is near and so when we think about the nfl playoffs of course you have to start with predictions so let's uh let's go around the horn here a little bit and talk about predictions for this year's playoffs um what do you think just big picture generally speaking uh caleb i'll start with you what are you what are you what are you looking at this year uh in the playoffs I think overall, like in the AFC side, I kind of was – that's kind of how I thought it would shape out, maybe Tennessee for Jacksonville. But the AFC kind of turned out how, I mean, I kind of anticipated. The Jacksonville-LA game is kind of the battle of the, the hair. You got Herbert and Lawrence over there. Wow. Um, I, wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville won that game, but I also wouldn't be surprised if LA won and then beat Kansas City. So I, I don't know. It's like – I think it's just tough because when you have the divisional kind of aspect of that. Um, yeah, divisional but, games are always tough. Yeah, divisional games are always tough. NFC side, I think Minnesota's losing. Um, I think San Francisco goes to the NFC Championship pretty easily. Um, and then regardless of, like, the 7-0 thing, I think Dallas handles Tampa. Um, so, I mean, we'll see how it <laughs> shapes out. But... <laughs> I didn't say a word. As most of our viewers know, there's a lot of tension whenever we mention Dallas or the, or or Philly. So, so, so Caleb, your 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 big picture is when you when you look at who's coming out in the AFC. Who do you got? 
I got the Bills in the AFC. The Bills in the AFC and then the NFC? I got the, the Niners. The, excuse me? The Niners. <laughs> what? Into the AFC and Oh, like in, oh, in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah, who, who, who's winning the NFC? Oh, the Eagles. Okay, so you have, the, you, have, you, have, you have Bills Eagles? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Now, is that a homer prediction or is that like a rational? I think it's. Logical. I think it's pretty rational. I think Philly and uh, the okay. Niners are the best team in the, in the NFC. They'll be in the NFC Championship, and I think okay. Philly takes it. Okay. So Philly and I've, Buffalo. I have no problem saying that. I have no problem saying that. Bills Mafia versus Fly Eagles Fly. That would be – And the country <clears> might <throat> – it might explode. Yeah. All right. Damian, what do you got? What's, what's your what's your take on this year's playoff picture? Yeah, so I'll, I'll uh, I started off the season, and maybe we even talked about it, but I I predicted the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Um, I you know I as much as as close as I am to you guys, I don't pay that much attention to how much better your teams may or may not be, right? <laughs> um, I, I do. Like you guys will talk them up because I don't you know read the scouting. I don't know who's who you know who you acquired, so it, it's hard for me. I see one year you're like five hundred, and the next year's like this is our year. And like for example, Dallas. Like I, I didn't think much was going to happen with Dallas this year, and here they are. At least, I mean, the fifth, but they're still what, the top three record. And in, in, weren't they top three record? Top four? They could have been the one seed if, if right. actually, if the dominoes fell properly last Sunday, they could have been the one seed. They inevitably fell probably where they ever expected them to going into this week, which is the five seed. But yeah, Dallas had a good season. It's just inconsistent, up and down. They were like yo-yos. They yeah. looked like the best team in football. <laughs> Like say against Minnesota, and they lost um, to Jacksonville or something, or, te- or Texas. Yeah, or they blow a lead against yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. They almost lose to almost to, lost to Houston Texas at home. Yeah. yeah, so so no, that's fair. All right. So well, anyway, um, the, bill, the Bills. You got the Bills. I had the Bills winning win the entire thing. I I, f- I feel like it's they were probably by far the best team last year. We saw a lot of upsets. Um, you know, I, I still think even though uh, the Rams won it and maybe they were the better team, you know, they could have lost it in that last few moments. If, if not that comeback, you know, to, to, to Tampa Bay, right. Uh, Brady made that last yeah, uh, in a divisional round, yeah, divisional, divisional round. round. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't think we're going to see something like that this year. I don't think we're going to see sort of upset. I don't think the chiefs are going to get beat up bad. Um, But I do think the bills will prevail just because of, of how much is, how much emotion is already like, like they got that going yeah. right into the playoffs. That is, yeah. that's, you can't get that type of collective emotion and buy-in and yeah, purpose. They, yeah. What, what from what they have. So I can't see anybody else coming out of the AFC. Well, what's but, interesting um, before you before you go to the NFC, what's interesting, and, and we all know this, I'm sure Jay would bring this up. The AFC, if it's the Bills Chiefs, it's going to be on a neutral site because the Bills mm-hmm. played one less game. So if it's the Bills Bengals, it 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 won't. Um right. but if it's the but if it's the Chiefs and Bengals, it'll also be at a neutral site. And that's interesting because it is interesting. The AFC, I mean, the the championship game, it's tough to win on the road. I mean, I know we've seen examples of that, but like this goes back to like you know, I remember the in the uh, the nineties when it was Dallas and, and San Francisco, and it was kind of like whoever had home field was probably going to win. Um, even though I think Dallas won in ninety two in San Francisco. Yeah, that yeah. will be their last road win in the playoffs. Playoffs, like like. <laughs> Like at to like, date, like 30 ever? years ago. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I was a sophomore in college rooming with Shannon Coles and Eduardo <laughs> Nieves Jr. That's how long Jeez. ago that was. Yeah. I don't, I, Mike. 
Happy birthday, Mike. I Happy almost birthday, have Mike. compassion for you, Jay. <laughs> and I don't normally. I got a lot of stats to throw out you, Chris, when it's my turn. So go ahead. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Damien, I'm sorry. So NFC. Well, I, NFC. The, so, you know, it's, it, I'd almost never say this. And uh, I don't want the Cowboys to win, but I only want them to win for the sake of the picture that I took in the cathedral of New York City with a Cowboys <laughs> guy bowing to to Jesus's cross. I have this. I have a picture of it and I said, "We'll see it. This guy's taken, you know, the Cowboys fans are taken to things measure, but it would be absolutely perfect to refine that re, you know, and get some social media awareness around that, that you know, <laughs> and talk about the value of prayer, right? So, um, outside of that, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> outside of that, I I I think the Vikings are actually going to get upset. I, I did not like anything I watched from them. Uh, any anytime I watched them, I, there there was some great plays, right? There was some the with well, the battle with the Bills, right? And wasn't that the the back and forth? Mm-hmm. That was yeah, amazing that was a great game. game. But like they, but they where they showed some like amazing, you know, like they could get over the top. But then I don't I don't know, just something about them. I, I feel like they're weak in a, a few areas that that are going to be key in the so, playoffs. So I think they're a popular pick uh, to be upset this weekend. Uh, which of course would mean that it would be the Giants doing the upsetting because yeah. the Gi- they only they played a couple of weeks ago and the Giants, you know, only got beat because of a 61-yard field goal. But I do think when it comes to these types of matchups, I think Minnesota is going to actually show up. I, I don't. I, I again, it's easy to pick on them as, in terms of like we all know their flaws, we all know their inconsistencies. They've been a lot of one-score games uh, that they actually you know, one at the end, but I actually think they're going to win. They're going to play well. And then they'll get beat in the following uh, round, the following week when they have to go to San Francisco likely. So, but anyway, so who's yeah, coming out, so who's coming out of the NFC? I still think it's going to be the Eagles. Every Eagles. Day, I mean, watching them play, uh, you know, I've watched one full game of them, but um, even watching some of their highlights and stuff like that, I keep an eye on them because obviously uh, my buddy Mike and you guys. So I, I typically watch the highlights. So regardless of whether I pay attention, I do actually watch the highlights to each one of your games. Um, that way I have some talking points <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Um, the yeah. research for my brothers. But uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Bill's Eagles. Bill's Eagles again. Up, okay. Yeah. Um, and to pick the winner, uh, I, I have to get to go with who I picked in the beginning. No offense. Bills. Okay. Bills. No offense taken. Jay, let me ask you this question before you go into detail. Last year's playoff. <laughs> Last year's playoff, about as good a playoff from start to finish as as we've we've seen, at least in recent times. Yes. Can can this year's playoff come close? Yes, and probably more for the AFC, I think, than the NFC. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think the NFC, to me, if if Minnesota and Dallas can play to their potential, now you got four really good teams that are in the final four in the NFC, but Minnesota's won 13 games and you could have things could have gone one other way in nine of those games they could be under 500 that's how close the the vikings won so many games that were under a touchdown so many close games the other side is the same with dallas if they play to their potential we've seen they're a really good team they won 12 games but i have no evidence of dallas or minnesota being able to make a long run in the in the playoffs from what i've seen so that leaves me san francisco and philly as the two teams. And if either one of those teams lost before the conference championship game, it would be very surprising to me uh, on the AFC though. Agreed. Agreed. Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas city, all really top heavy, good. And I would also say if any of those three teams 
weren't in the conference championship game. Even two out of those three teams weren't in the conference championship game. That would be surprising to me. So it would, I know, you know, Jacksonville could sneak up and do something like they did in 96 or, you know, kind of just upset a few teams and and one team might do that, but I don't know. I just want good games. And I thought last year, sure. There was a ton of good games last year. Yeah, it was. Think about it. I mean, it I was, was a great. Look, I was went back and looked at a bunch of those games. And first of all, the Buffalo Kansas City game might be the best playoff game yeah. you'll, you'll ever see. And then you had really close Super Bowl. You had close conference championship games, including an overtime one with two upsets. Well, one upset. The Rams. I should say the the Packers losing to San Francisco. The Cowboys losing to San Francisco. It was crazy last year when you think about especially from the division round into the conference championship into the Super Bowl. If we get anything remotely close to that this year, it'll be good. It's hard to do that, but the league is so set up for parity in many ways that blowouts don't happen a lot not a in lot. the playoffs anymore. They do. Occasionally a team's just going to go on a run and do it, but you don't see a ton of blowouts usually unless the, would you, would the disparity you also... of teams is crazy. Would you also agree, and I mean, this is really for any of you, would you also agree that part of the reason, I mean, I, I think we all could see the parody just kind of, you know, surface during the course of a 17-week season. But I also think there's not a lot of blowouts because offenses are so much more advanced now mm-hmm. than, than they were in, in prior years. Um, I mean, there are, like, I think San Francisco... I don't really know anybody in the AFC who would kind of fit this category, but San Francisco has clearly the best defense, I think, of all the playoff teams. Yep. But I don't think it's their defense necessarily that's going to win them a championship. Like, they're going to have to score. And, and and while, you know, especially if they're going to beat, you know, Philadelphia, you know, Minnesota, Dallas, who are, are who have okay defenses, yep. at least in different parts – they're certainly, you know, much more uh, known for their offenses. So I think that's one of the reasons why, too. And as fans, objectively, if we're not, if it's on our teams playing, um, you know, we're hoping for good games. But I think we'll get them because of the offenses and how uh, it is. Just a, it's a, it's an offensive league now. And I think the only thing that's a, a caveat here potentially is, you know, weather. And if there was bad weather in Buffalo sure. or bad weather in, you know, Kansas City or Cincinnati or somewhere, Philadelphia, then that might be a caveat to slowing some of the offenses down. And that's where I think the advantage clearly goes to a team like the 49ers uh, or a team that can run the ball and play tough defense. The Eagles can do that too. So yeah, I think, I, I think it'll be interesting to, to kind of see how they all play out. And um, I'm just glad that it's the playoffs. It's, I know you guys talked about on our text thread about missing the regular season, but to me, the next three to four weeks is the best three or four weeks. Uh, I, I don't know. For me, it's it's the best three or four yeah. weeks for sports because you get to watch these yeah. playoff games happen. So, Yeah, I think it's um, well documented that, that as good as the wild card round, especially now that it's uh, – what, what do they call it now? Um, super, super wild, wild card. card weekend. Yeah, because yeah, so they, they, <laughs> they added a seven seed. They added a game. We have a Monday night playoff game now. You know, which, yeah, not a big fan of that. But – um, but next week, the divisional round to me is always the best weekend of football. Completely. In terms of professional, mm-hmm. um, even even more so than the conference championship games, the divisional rounds are usually that's the best week of football. It's usually when you see the best football. Um, so Jay, who do you got? Who do you got coming out of the NFC and then the AFC and then pick a winner? I'm gonna stop Jay for a second. Sure. Because I want to ask him, 
Did you, and I'm trying to remember this, I believe you did a tweet earlier in the season. Did you pick the Ravens? Yeah, I think so you I went back Eagles, and looked. Ravens. So here's that's a good memory. I went back and looked while you guys were making your picks. September 8th, 2022, I tweeted Super Bowl prediction that stinks, which is always my kind of silly silliness. But I wrote Ravens versus Eagles. And if I'm being honest, a lot of times I pick the Eagles because I'm usually trying to be wrong and I want to see them them not do well but i actually thought they were going to be really good this year and you know they were top once they got aj brown i thought they were they were going to be an excellent team i think the ravens isn't a bad pick if you keep lamar jackson healthy i think they would have because they're in the playoffs without him basically um so i think they would have been a pretty good team and a good pick but i can't stick with that super bowl prediction now no um in fact i'm not even sticking with the eagles if i'm being honest with you guys i think built to beat any team anywhere i think the 49ers are going to win the nfc uh unless unless brock purdy completely turns into something that he wasn't in the regular season which is possible because he's a rookie seventh round pick but if he stays the course on what he's shown already i don't know how they can be beat i really don't because you're right, Chris. You do have to score points. And last year, the Niners beat the Packers without scoring any points, but they didn't beat the Rams, and that was the downfall. They well, the, ele- the, the elements, though, played, played a role in that. I think Green Bay scores more than seven points if it's not snowing. Well, they're home, though. I mean, Green Bay should have yeah, been set that, up to, yeah. to score more points in, in, uh, at home. It's still, it still can affect defense. you. They don't, still, they don't play but, in snow all the time. Though. But to your point, yeah. to your point earlier, the elements are the great equalizer. And so a team like San Francisco, even last year, who you know is known for running the ball, controlling the line of scrimmage, controlling the clock, playing good defense. They're going to win. They're going to win those types of games more times than not. And I think that played it certainly a role last year. Well, they um, went to SoFi and almost beat the Rams, right? At the correct. for the conference championship game, and they it probably if it wasn't for I think it was a Jimmy Garoppolo pick, um, they wouldn't. They probably they were leading in the fourth quarter of that game. I thought I um, thought they controlled the game for the most part. It was a, yeah. it was a- Dropped interception by the Niners too at the end. That That's could've... right. That's what it was. So That's a good point. Yeah. They could have won last year. And this Absolutely. year, I think they're better because they got McCaffrey. The question is just going to be your seventh-round rookie quarterback, which has never happened before, um, to, to kind of lead this team. And they got to go to Philly probably to do it. I don't think whoever Philly plays in the divisional round is going to upset them. Um, I just don't see that happening. Whether I don't even know who it would be. I guess it would be Tampa. So it would be it would Dallas. be the lowest seed because they're the one seed. So they played a lowest seed, which yeah. could be a combination of it could be Dallas or Tampa that winner. It could be the Giants. Right. It could be Seattle, which probably right. isn't going to happen. But so right. it, really, it really could be one of any four teams. Yeah. Um, so most likely, as long as Minnesota wins and San Francisco wins like they should, it's going to be, and we'll know this Monday night, right? We will. We'll know. We will. Is it going to be Dallas or is it going to be Tampa probably going to Philly? Um, and I on a short week, on a short week, it'll be a Sunday game. I guarantee you the Cowboys and Buccaneers won't be put on a Saturday game. So it'll be a Sunday, probably 440 game or six o'clock game. So I don't think either of those two teams uh, are built to go into Philly and win. I think they're built to beat Philly. But I don't think they can go into Philly and win. Um, but I think San Francisco is the best team. And I just don't know if anybody can beat them, to be quite honest. So that's my opinion in the NFC. In the AFC, I have Buffalo as well. But the more I've thought about 
the way Kansas City set up, I have a hard time picking against it. I want to see as a fan, I want Buffalo to win, if that makes sense. I want Buffalo to I win. I think we it all, all do. We're all, we're, all, we're all Bills fans. I want them yeah. to win it all. And that includes beating your team if you get there. But I think Kansas City has more firepower, more experience, and more weapons to be able to withstand anybody. And they have also the home field, again, depending on the conference championship. That interest that's interesting. Very. The the playing at a neutral field is fascinating to me because they won't have Kansas City fans travel, but they won't have what they have at Arrowhead. Buffalo fans travel and they won't have what they normally have in Buffalo. It'll be blended. It's blended. It'll be like a it's also a likely it's also likely going to be an indoor. Like everybody's talking about Detroit. Probably. Um, yeah. And that, they, and they I, might go to like Green Bay and go outside, you know, or some someplace neutral in cold weather. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think that certainly could be a. Um, I hope they at. go cold weather outside just because <clears throat> both those teams play cold weather outside. Well, that was what I was going to say I mean? is. Yeah. 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 There's and, no difference for them. Yeah. But if they go to Detroit, it's and indoors. It, it's, I don't know. Yeah. That would be a better. I mean, I think it would be better for ratings because, I mean, might be a better offensive game inside. By the way, Buffalo already played a home Good game point. in Detroit and an away they, they game did. in Detroit this year. <laughs> yeah, they did. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm not going to get too much into the detail of, of my thoughts. I think we've all kind of have already uh, covered a lot of it. Um, I'll just say this: one of the things that intrigues me about the playoffs is matchups, because whatever your seating is is one thing. Um, like we know. We know that the 49ers are far superior to the Seahawks. So we know that, um, you know, Minnesota versus the Giants is, is a much more um, evenly matched game. Uh, same thing with, with the Bucks and, and the Cowboys. Nobody thinks that Dallas can't go into Tampa and win that game. Um, but it comes down to matchups. I, yeah, I know. But it comes down to matchups. And one of the things I'm looking for is those division type matchups. Like, we have one in in the AFC in, in in the wild card round. We have Miami. Actually, we have two. So we have Miami and Buffalo, which Miami, what we understand, two is not playing. Not playing. He's out. Which probably which probably eliminates all possibilities of an upset there. Um, and then Cincinnati plays yeah. Baltimore in a in a rematch from last from last week. And no Lamar. But, He's out. And no Lamar. Right. So, uh. but, but it's hard to win division <laughs> games in the playoffs. And so, I'm looking at. All right, those two games aside, um, let's say the Chargers do beat the, the Jaguars and they go, go to Kansas City in two. That's a tough matchup. That's a matchup where, yeah. again, Kansas City should be the favorite and they should win. But that that I think they would have a, a – a, a, we would look at the Chargers as upsetting the Chiefs more than we would look at the Chargers upsetting the Bills Definitely. if they had to go to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. thing on the yeah. NFC side. If the Giants b- beat – the Vikings, which is certainly possible. The Giants go to Philly, and that's a tough game for Philly. I think it's really a tougher tough. game. Yeah, it's a tougher game, even though they handled them in New York, you know, five, six weeks ago. Um, it's a tough game because it's a, it's a division game. Just like I think if you're an Eagle fan, even though you, you might want from a rivalry standpoint to see Dallas rather than Tampa, I think Dallas is going to give you a much more challenging game because – it's a division game. So division game. Th- that's something I'm looking at in the playoffs. It's going to be all about matchups. Better. Um, Chris, let me go on the record real quick. 
just because I didn't say this. Sure. Dallas is 0-6, I believe it is, or 0-7 against Tom Brady in their career. They haven't won a road playoff game since 1990, January of 93, so we're exactly 30 years ago. Uh, they haven't won a road game in blue uniforms since 1978 against the Rams in the NFC Championship game. So what? How, how am I supposed to have – and they just lost – a terrible final game that they tried to win against a third string quarterback and their quarterback played the worst game of his career. There's just no way I can think that my team is going to win after all of what I just explained. So that's, I just put that okay. on record. I'm well, it's reform, a lot of data, but it's a lot it's, of data, Dean. Look at that's good data, but all, all streaks have to come to an end. At I some agree. Point. Yes. And look, they're better than Tampa. They haven't played, they haven't played, you know, consistent all year, but as an Eagle fan, you know, I can't help but look at that game and go, Dallas is going to win and it might win handily, like might win, like control the game. As long as Dak doesn't, isn't bad Dak. Yeah. Well, he's um, been bad Dak for seven weeks. I don't know if you follow the Cowboys at all. So if he hasn't been good Dak, if he's good Dak, they're winning and they will be in Philly. And we will be so happy because that will be an incredible epic. I don't know if they'll be showdown. in Philly because I think the Giants got a really good chance, and then it's yeah. San Francisco and Dallas. Vikings are winning. Vikings are uh, winning. So yeah. Vikings are winning. So here's my thing. I, I think the Eagles do, and I, again, everybody knows I'm an Eagle fan. Probably the biggest one you know, but I do think they're going to come out. And the reason why I have them beating the Niners, not only because they have home field, which is a big deal, but number two, uh, they're going to score. And even though San Francisco has a, has a, has a good defense. Uh, the Eagles are going to score, and I just don't think San Francisco can keep up. Um, so I like Philly coming out of the NFC. I like Kansas City coming out of the AFC. I mean, we're all rooting for the Bills. I'm kind of rooting for the Bills too, but I think the Chiefs are going to come out. I think it's going to be Philly versus Kansas City, and um, how could I not pick pick uh, the Eagles? So I'm going to pick the Eagles for their second title in five years. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you as got the webcam going when it gets long- to the end of that game. <laughs> Yeah, as long yeah. as the Seahawks lose and lose absolutely badly, they're ruining <laughs> my hopes. I, I think, think you'll have that. Yeah, I think yeah. you'll get that game. The I, Lions I really should be in there. The There's no doubt. Oh. They're so much so far a better oh, team than Seattle. Tragic. It was tragic. So much better. We were all rooting for the Lions. Baker Eight Mayfield. He was so close. I thought they had it. Oh, that one pass that got intercepted. Yeah, by Diggs. Yep, that was, it was a good there. Pick, though. It, it was a great pick. That was a great pick. Talking about yeah. range. All right, gentlemen, we're going to we're going to move away from the NFL um, to talk about something. I think it's very interesting topic. And that is wasted talent, wasted talent. Now, Mm. we could look at this from a couple of different angles. We could look at it from like individual sports, like in general, uh, where we could look at it kind of as a whole, like who stands out like we all. You know, everybody on the screen has particular sports that, you know, are kind of like your your emphasis or your favorite. Um, but let's, let's look at it from this standpoint. When you think about athletes, um, and we'll talk about professional, like professional uh, athletes, um, who didn't fulfill their potential. Athletes who maybe, maybe in the context of like, uh, let's say football or basketball in particular, I had good college careers were high draft picks and they come into the professionals. There's a lot of expectation and it just doesn't happen. Uh, or maybe Damien, like, you know, hockey better than, than all of us. Um, maybe, maybe just a highly touted prospect uh, who came in and then just floundered. 
Um, so let's just kind of take that and, and see where it goes. I'm not going to pick individual sports. I'm just going to kind of let you guys take the ball with that. Um, Damien, I'm going to start with you. Who who stands out to you when we talk about wasted potential? Oh, I mean, it's, it's odd because there's not as much in – there's there's one name that comes comes through that comes to my head because there's there's not a lot of flops like people who are the top five in the NHL typically go on to be um, amazing like there there uh, there's a guy right now that's playing he was first overall pick for the Rangers a few years ago I'd have to probably look him up but he did not turn out thus far to. Uh, like like they've acquired a few people and ever since then you know there's been like Zibanejad for example um he is just light years ahead of Lafreniere is his name uh hasn't turned out he's been good you know but he it may be a, he might even still be in the first line at the moment but he's not yeah. you know, he's not playing at number 1 overall uh you know you look at like Connor uh Connor McDavid who is not only the great, the, the best player in the NHL, talent-wise, just scope. He hasn't anything yet, so that's. But you know, neither. Did, well, Crosby did a year four. Um, McDavid, I think, is on year five, and he is just he's light years ahead of everybody else. He's faster. He's bigger. He's. Uh, he's. It's just he's got. He's literally the entire package. He's just clo- He's he's like a, a fast version of like Mario. Although I, you know, comparing to Mario at this point might be tough. <laughs> Few years, ten years from now, you'd be Mario you be Lemieux. Um, yeah. So what do you got? What do you got? Give, give, uh, give me so a name. For the, for, a name. the first name that comes through is is Rick DiPietro. He he signed like a twelve year deal with the Islanders, and he just never ended up turning okay. out. Like, and he's a goalie. So by the way, he's a goalie. Goal first overall goalies don't happen very often. Mark Andre Fleury was for the for the. Uh, um, for the Penguins in 2003, but that doesn't happen very often. And you might, some, some people might even put Flurry in that category, but he did win three cups and he, he's like top five in games in the NHL history at this point. Well, if he he's won still three, playing. If he won three cups, that's not wasted potential. Yeah, no, no, but there's, there's people who, you know, before the cups, when he was there for five years or four years, sure. just didn't, you know, it, they didn't have Crosby and Malkin. So when they, they came on board, it was all, it all changed. But so yeah. I'm going to go with DPHRO is the one okay. that's the most, that most recent for me. All right. Jay, what do you got? So I'm thinking about a top. I'm glad you went to Damien first. Cause it gave me a chance to think of a couple names that I was able to write down. I'll give you two names um, that come off the top. And it's, I hate saying wasted talent because um, knowing some of so many of these athletes, like it's just a lot of it is, injuries yeah. and sure. the team you go to and all that but greg odin comes to mind yes absolutely in the nba yes. because yes. Durant is still playing and is still a top five player wow. in the nba That's i remember that draft 15 years ago it was a legit debate on whether yeah. it was greg odin or kevin durant and boston was actually tanking that yeah. year for the odin durant sweepstakes <laughs> and ended up that. getting yeah. the yes. five pick and it ended up turning into Ray Allen, which they got Kevin, Kevin Garnett and the rest is history. But that's right. Greg Oden was Greg was Oden top. Not he was going to be the next great big man, the next great center. And David Robinson like, and all that. He had a cup of coffee in the NBA and that was it. <laughs> but it was <laughs> because of all the injuries that he had. So it doesn't feel like wasted talent, but it was definitely somebody who had 
all of the talent and expectations placed on him. Is he coaching now? Did I hear that right? Yes, I believe it's at Ohio State, but it's or it's with his old coach at Xavier. I think okay. is where he. I heard be. he's coaching, and I was like, "Good for him." Yes, he you is. Know? So he's doing. He's been involved. I, I think he was even coaching. I was at Ohio State like six years ago, um, and I saw him kind of being like an assistant volunteer coach or whatever. So he's trying to like still. I think he still wants to be a part of the game, which is good. Um, the other name was Tebow, Tim Tebow. But wow. it was more about expectations with Tebow, again, okay. than yeah. actual talent. And he had one good year, his, his second year in the NFL, where he took him to the playoffs and Tebow time and all that. But he was out of the league three years later, and he was a number uh, first-round draft pick. You know, and I think he, he turned to baseball. Like, it got that bad that he was like, well, I guess nobody wants me in football. I think I'll go play baseball. So Tebow, for sure, I think, in the NFL, because there's a lot of people that say, what if – if a team yeah. had given him a chance to actually start and play, and that just didn't happen after that one he beat, year. He beat the Steelers. He, did. he did. in he the did. playoffs. <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. I remember watching that. 316 Cam, yards passing. 316. That's going. right. That's right. Yes. 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 <laughs> the famous eye black. That in Philippians yes. 413, he always had that on. Absolutely. What do you got, Cabe? I think, like, wasted talent, my mind kind of goes to, like, no like the no not winning thing or like you're on a team for a long time and then just not that they didn't turn out like like they had a great careers like julio jones comes to mind like he's on the falcons for so long just never wins anything um people like, like james harden bradley beal like guys that are like clear like the talent is there and it's not like but wasted to me is like you're never accomplishing like something like a ring or something not to mean they didn't win all-star or go to all-stars or stuff like that but even like Alan, like Alan Iverson, like Alan Iverson, one of the um, Steve Nash, sorry, <laughs> um, one of the most ta talented players to ever play, and you know, never really getting to that next step. So, I think that's kind of where my mind goes. It's kind of like the the, the no championships, Super Bowls, any. So sport, if I really. re if I rephrase this, because I think I think Damien and 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 Jay kind of went in the direction that I was thinking. If we rephrase it and said like biggest disappointment. Um, rather than, because I, I think I agree with Jay, like the, the the label wasted potential, wasted talent is is kind of is kind of harsh, um, because it again it ends up what it is for a variety yeah. of different reasons, some that people can't control. But if I said biggest disappointment, would that change the way that you were thinking? Yeah, I think I mean the first one that comes to mind is Carson Wentz, and like I'll never understand what happened there, um, because he Maybe comes either. out year one, year two, Super Bowl, you know. And I mean, I think about it all the time. We talked about it with like the mental thing, like getting Nick benched. Foles. It had, yeah, it had to do something with, um, because it's not his his physical abilities. Like, I mean, the ACL injury maybe, but I don't know. It just seemed more than that. It's um, a syndrome. So I think it's that a Nick was Foles syndrome. The Nick, <laughs> he got yeah, paid a hundred million dollars guaranteed. So is it wasted talent? That's, yeah, that's what he did not produce. Not yeah, like, his career, his career did not have longevity at all. But he got paid. Well, he's not done, and he's, he's still done. He's still quarterbacking in the NFL, right? But Caleb like, has a great is theory. He is he a hundred million dollar guy? I don't know. Caleb has a great theory. He's gonna go. He's gonna get cut by the Redskins. Yep, command Commanders. I still call them the Redskins. And then he'll sign with the Eagles as a backup next year. <laughs> Jalen will lead them to the promised land, get hurt, and then Carson will come in the Super Bowl and actually win them a Super Bowl, and then his legacy will be 
Wow. Restored. Yeah. Restored. And then anyway, that would that, that would restore yeah. that would restore a legacy. That's oh, that's yeah. quite that's Philly, Philly sounds a little bit champions. more movie like. Yeah. That's a little more movie like, but uh, I like I'd love to see it happen. What, yeah, it's a, it's like What about Jamarcus Marcus Russell? Yeah, that's that's the name I had. That well, one of the names I had. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. He looks like a can't miss prospect coming out of LSU, number one, had all the physical tools. The only thing he didn't have was the mental tools. And of course at the posi- at that position in uh, at that level, you have to be, you know, you have to have a, a competency, a proficiency at that in that place. So, yeah, I think him. Um, I got more. I was, also thinking, Chris. I was also thinking Ryan Leaf. Yeah. I mean, how could we not sure. talk about this without talking about Ryan Leaf? I mean, that yep. you talked about the Odin Durant sweepstakes. Well, I remember when it was the Peyton Manning Ryan Leaf sweepstakes. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of teams that had Leaf ahead of him. You know, obviously the Colts made the right decision when they drafted Peyton, but Ryan Leaf just clearly, uh, I guess he's having a good broadcasting career now, uh, but he never he never materialized uh, at all to what people had expected him to. Here's a couple more names for you. Rick Meyer, uh, Rick Joey Meyer. Harrington, Vince Joey Young. Harrington. Notre Dame, Oregon. Vince uh, Young. Achilles Smith. That yep. whole draft, by the way, when McNabb was drafted, all the other quarterbacks were terrible that year. So, like, there's a bunch of – and I look at busts or wasted talent, like guys that were – if you're going to invest a – you know, in picking a quarterback, who was the guy that Arizona took a couple years ago? Josh Rosen, maybe? He was like – Yeah, from UC- 10th, UCLA. Right, 10th yeah. overall pick. One year they gave him, and then they moved on and got, you know, Kyler. So, he's out of the league, yeah. I think, Rosen. Well, in the, dra- in the Tebow draft, you had Blaine, Blaine Gabbert, who mm-hmm. was, like, a top-10 pick, and you also had um, – He's a backup a guy, to Brady, by the way, Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. He, he yeah, is. and he's had a good backup career, though. Yeah. You know, oh, if yeah. you flip this question on his head, the only answer is, like, who's the – who's the you didn't know who was going to be a player and ends up being the best. It's got to be Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because he was but, a If you rounder. flip that question on his head, but but who else might, might – Join the company of I, I, the one thing that comes to mind. It's actually hockey related. Ironically, is Hendrik Zetterberg, who for Detroit, you know, won several. The great Hendrik Zetterberg, yeah, for sure. The great Hendrik Zetterberg. <laughs> I have his jersey. Uh, <laughs> of course you do. He was a seventh round pick, and yeah. that usually means nothing. And he ended up being like a top player in the league, and, and I, I would assume at this point, or and soon, a Hall of Famer. So. Uh, that's a player like that I could put in the category. But the, the think Eagles, about like football. The Eagles have one right now. Uh, he was a seventh round draft pick. Never played football in his life. He was a rugby player, and they drafted him solely on the, his size. He's six foot eight, three hundred and sixty pounds. That's a big boy. He was a rugby player, and he is now one of the highest paid left tackles in football. Uh, he's been a starter now for two and a half years. Jordan Malata, who's also an incredible singer, by the way. Um, but yeah, so we, we have one of those. He's well, average. I, I think <laughs> he's a good singer. I think, I think uh, he's a great player. I think the, um, you know, like uh, Terrell Davis, the former running back yeah, in the Hall of Fame, he was a sixth round pick. Yeah. Um, there's a couple guys that were like in the eighth or ninth rounds when there was eight and nine rounds back in the 60s or 70s that, you could probably find like I think Cliff Harris from the Cowboys was like, you know, the 14th round or maybe even undrafted and is in the Hall of Fame. There's guys like that that exist probably more in the NFL because there's more availability for for players Correct. than other sports. Like you don't you can't think of too many Hall of Famers in the NBA who are second round or free agent signees. 
too many. Uh, might be one I, or two. Well, but. I, I can think of uh, um, what's his name? Ginobili, second rounder. Manu, he's yep, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not many. Well, yeah, he was he was also a European stud, though. Like he you know, was he, prior to it all. But let's still, yeah. I mean, in, like you establishing yourself in the NBA that way is is not so much. Um, would you say that that Kobe was one of those type of guys? You know, Kobe or, Kobe came, came came to my mind, um, but then he quickly went out uh, only because I think even though he he was so raw, everyone saw his talent like absolutely and wh- whether that talent was going to i did i absolutely did whether it was going to materialize was the whole question i had doubts as a laker fan i remember for, you know watching the, the 97 um playoffs and him airballing shots against utah i had my doubt I, I actually was like don't get rid of eddie jones get rid of kobe like that was that was if you mm. want to win get rid of get rid of kobe and but obviously that's a stupid statement in hindsight um because you're talking about one of the five greatest basketball players of all time now. So, yeah. Yeah. And I would say trending in the direction of that same conversation is this guy right here. Guy never started a game in college and he's, Oh, you know, Devin Booker. Booker. I thought you were were pointing to Caleb. I was like, yep. Oh, okay. I'm he's that. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll have to see how that kid turns out, but this guy right here and uh, Devin Booker, Never started a game uh, in in college and is yeah, he dominating. He's a sixth man in Kentucky, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So that's 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 pretty impressive. I mean, I, I you can't put him. You can only put him in the conversation. You can't put him in the category at this point. It's, a, it's an intri- It's an intriguing topic, and obviously we didn't mention baseball at all. Um, yeah. Well, there's but like I think sixty that, rounds in baseball. There's not that many anymore, but yeah. Yeah, but even like you know, free agent sign. You could look at that and guys who got just a, a, a you know, boatload of money and then didn't actually live up to that contract, or whatever. I think I think overall it's an intriguing topic um, to, to, yeah. to discuss. One that maybe we'll revisit on another podcast um, in the future. Let me guys, let me switch gears. We've been talking about sports a lot. Let me let me it, let me throw something on the table that's not sports related. Uh, we do have some followers who may not necessarily be sports fanatics like like we are. Um, so this is actually kind of a one that. We were thrown around in the in the in the group chat, and we all kind of like perked up when, when, when it came up. I know particularly the older guys on the screen because uh, we have an affinity for cereal, uh, and particularly <laughs> growing up. Um, Damien, could you describe our affection and our love for cereal? What a typical morning would look like in the Romano household, uh, or I guess it would be the Romano. Prop, whatever. Uh, what did that look like in, well, in terms of cereal? In, 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 I don't remember us all eating the same cereal. So because I say that because we always had a box in front of us, right? So I think <laughs> we had to have our fort and block ourselves from each other with our boxes of cereal. Our um, fort. But I, I, you know, we had to have that, and that was surrounded at that main table uh, by the windows with papers of you guys you know, checking the scores and I could never get, you know, a shot at first. So from (laughs) cereals, I mean, I I can remember, I mean, I think I had a weird liking for smacks 
That's Smacks. a strange. Remember Honey Smacks wow. with the frog? Honey Smacks. Yeah. yeah I think they yeah. were just called Smacks back in the day. Uh-huh. And boy, did the oats in that really stink my <laughs> urine up. <laughs> but I still kept eating it because uh, I liked it here. Um, yeah. Despite what it produced in the exit. Uh, I mean, Lucky Charms was, was probably the most regular. That was might have been Jay's favorite, but I think I, I mean I, we also liked it. Cinnamon Life was just money. Whatever had so, added sugar. Yeah. Whatever added had added sugar, sugar primarily. <laughs> max like Frosted Flakes was still all right. Like that was in a yeah. pinch, and it had to be like right away. Wow, Jay, that's amazing. C three PO. Remember that? Well, the, I don't I, remember. Like, I remember the movie right themed now. or yes. TV show themed cereals like. Mr. T cereal. Yeah, I mean, Mr. T. Yeah. That was in Pee-wee's like big, Pee-wee's big Adventure, by the way. Remember E.T. Yeah. cereal? Like all these movies had their own cereal. I mean, that was because that's all we ate. Like mm-hmm. that's primarily, I mean, with bowls and possibly boxes. I was and as say, it rolled into boxes, the later years. Like, yeah. Later yes, years. Yes. Yes. Yep. You know, Chris was a big Captain Crunch fan. Love Captain. And I hated Crunch. how it destroyed my mouth. Or maybe you let it. Maybe you just. Let it, no, you're maybe right. you let it soak. You, know, so soggy, you get the soggy kind before you start the eating. Soggy, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cookie uh, crisp too. Cookie crisp was like that. Cookie crisp, cocoa crispies, cocoa crispies, cocoa puffs. You ended up having chocolate milk when you were done actually eating the cereal, and that was like one of the best parts of eating was that like you had the, all that milk See, left over, right over. To drink it. I like, think the most underrated milk from cereal like combination there was yeah. uh was pops remember pops the yellow pops the like corn, corn, pops. corn pops yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those that you eat that and for some reason that whatever texture and preservative was on the outside of that made <laughs> that milk just smell so good see sugar sugar smacks sugar that was smacks are back so straight so sugar I, I loved i loved captain crunch and all of its forms crunch berry I liked a lot too. So good. Oh, my oh but, yeah, crunch berry, little little. But extra... there's nothing to me that beat. Um, geez, it just went right out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Super no, six years old. Super fruity, 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 fruit, no, fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Yeah. That's oh, my yeah, pick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like today too. That's mine too. Yeah, fruity pebbles. Just, I mean, takes the cake. I think it just like takes frosted takes mini wheats was kind of like uh the one yeah, that made us feel like we were eating right. But they yeah. weren't because you would just go right for the sugar side of things and then mix it just enough. And it was sweet enough for you to handle the wheat that you yeah. didn't necessarily <laughs> liked. But so, you were like, you know, this thing works out. Before I ask Caleb this question, I just wanted to kind of throw this out here for you guys. I don't eat a lot of cereal anymore. However, I had this tradition when I was uh, teaching at Rock Solid Bible Institute on Tuesday nights for 10 years straight. Every Tuesday night, I get home about 930 and I would have a bowl of cereal. It was my customary, like, I just had taught for three yeah. hours, you know, worked all day, then taught for three hours. And I came home and it was kind of, it was, it was kind of like my time to just sort of like, just unwind. And I always had a bowl of cereal on, on Tuesday nights. So that tradition is not current, but um, I still love me some cereal. Chris, what about, um, what's the cereal that Dawn gets you every Christmas? Crackling Oat Brand? Crackling Oat Brand. Isn't Which that I right up there for did you? not get this year. I, well, see that, that's an, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that actually has a lot of sugar in it, um, a lot of sugar. But that actually, um, I didn't get it this year for, from her. So I that's actually, right. I don't, I, or last year that we moved to Florida, I haven't had it, and uh, it's more of a nostalgic thing, where 
I really, I, I do enjoy it, but I wouldn't get it because it was something between me and Dawn, and yeah. uh, I always looked, I always looked forward to it. Ironically, my kids can, Caleb can attest to this. Uh, they ended up eating it usually before I got a hold of it because we started fasting typically a week after Christmas, yep. and yeah, that's right. They didn't fast, so they would eat it, and then by the time the fast was over, it was gone. So, mm-hmm. Caleb, what's what's your cereal like perspective? Like, what, what do you what do you say about this whole thing? You t- you said like Fruity Pebbles is my favorite cereal, um, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No one said that. That is as much. It's yeah. um, Reese's Reese's Puffs. That I thought that's where you're going. Reese's Puffs are just so they're, solid. They're solid. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the candy bar more than I like the cereal. I, by far. Really well, I mean, I think yeah. Um, going back to what you said about Tuesday nights, wasn't it normally you would have Honey Nut Cheerios, right? That's normally Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios for the under, for the, and, for the win. and an underrated cereal. Like it's another one that's masked as it's healthy. It's probably not. But you know what? Most <laughs> people don't eat it right because what you do is you actually you put the put cereal honey. in the bowl, you pour the milk, and then you douse it with additional honey, and then you stir it yeah. up, <laughs> then you eat it. That's how you eat it properly. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, I love cereal. I mean, I was just home for a month, and I think I ate cereal like thirty times. You oh, got the chocolate, young. the cho- the chocolate checks. I, I like chocolate. I did. Chocolate checks are solid. They, they I solid. took the box down. Caleb ate. Yeah. Caleb ate three boxes, like by himself. I, no, At seriously, right? Three boxes. Well, no, 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 no. Like throughout his time, like we ended up buying three three boxes at different times during while well, chocolate checks all by himself for one months. month. Yeah, a little less than a month. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's pretty standard for. If I was a teenager, I would probably do that. I would. I mean, because well, when I was a teenager, I could, I could do what he did, and or, you know, twenty or whatever. You could, you could eat cereal. Well, yeah. right. But, but I think growing up, we were we were we were sort of, we were a lot less um, financially secure. Let's say right. Growing so up. cereal is the only way to go. Where whereas he he's going to eat more things than cereal in the morning. Like he might he's going to eat, eat some. Yeah, plus he's but, a college athlete, so he's not going to just yeah. eat cereal. Let me throw out some cereal thoughts from myself. First of all, I, would, I remember I being a kid eating thoughts. cereal out of a Tupperware bowl. Caleb, Tupperware. You, ask, you have to ask. I was your, hoping you were guys were going to say that. You yeah. have to ask your grandma Linda about that. So we these would be big. These aren't like little cereal bowls that you normally eat cereal. We would eat them out of, and I would eat them out of Tupperware bowls with giant spoons. Oh yeah. And you're basically eating an <laughs> a, entire a box of, a, an entire box of cereal in, in one sitting. And the milk, yes. and I'm just thinking about this as a parent now with Sarah, who was home for three weeks, and we went through more will, more milk in three weeks than Dawn and I totally. go through usually in like three months without her because without she questions. eats cereal a lot too. So it made me think um, when we were kids, we probably went through, this is no exaggeration, five to six gallons of milk a week. I'm just thinking out loud yeah. here because if you and I, if all three of us Romano brothers were having cereal every day, like you're going yep. through milk like that. And I remember yeah, it being half that. gallon milks when we were kids. It wasn't gallon milks. I remember it being like mom. Mom, ha- mom joined the the Stewart's milk club though. After you get after had you to. buy nine, you get one free. Right. Oh had to, yeah. Because we were drinking so much. That's a no brainer with a cereal. And so I remember uh, Frankenberry and Booberry cereals oh, when I was a gosh. kid. And Count Chocula. Oh, so, Count Chocula so is probably as a kid was one of the best tastes. Count Chocula. Best. Is, and I was just were. scrolling through scrolling through the internet and I found. Waffalos. Do you guys remember Waffalos? Oh, I loved Waffalos. 
They were basically. I don't remember waffle. It tasted like a waffle with maple syrup. Maple syrup. It was incredible. With milk, and it doesn't even hide the fact it says a sweetened cereal with artificial maple syrup flavor. Like they didn't even hide the fact that it's so bad for you. It Um, wasn't bad back then. Like they didn't know at that point. Like they just started discovering. Fortified with eight essential vitamins and iron. You know, that's, oh, think, let's, yeah, right, let's throw right. something positive in there. That's their selling point. So, they have so, to have something. But yeah, I you still know eat cereal doing. today, occasionally. Like once you know every two weeks, I'll have cereal for dinner. Amen to that. Hallelujah. You, know what, stand, you know what stands out to me is that it was a whole process, right? So it wasn't just about eating a Tupperware bowl full of cereal. It was also about, you know, reading the box, the back of the box. Like oh yeah, or the and, prize and inside. The prize inside. Yeah. Like there was a, there was it was a whole like it was a whole process to this thing. You know, it wasn't just about you know eating. It, it had so much more than that. And yeah, they, you know, these thinking, didn't th- exist. These phones. So we were no bored. Thinking it about was a ritual. It was a ritual. It was a ritual. Chris. And thinking yeah. about like how like you mentioned, I don't know what it was on a, on a text exchange or maybe it was in the last pod, but like you know, we talked about having like. You know, we wrestle each other for the sports page, and yes. so you have, you have the sports page. You have your 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 fort, like you're talking about. Yeah. You got your bowl of cereal. You know, you got your your box of cereal that you're. It, it's yeah, such it was a different. Totally different. It, it was almost ceremonial in a lot of ways. Like it was like you know the you know. <laughs> There was, like you say, there was the whole process. You were just happy to. You were you were so happy if you opened up a brand new box. Oh. Right. That was number one. Yes. Number two, like you, you, you got the bowl that you liked more than your brothers. That was like number three. If you had, if you were lucky enough to get up early enough, you'd get the paper, which I never did. Yeah. Cause I just knew even if I had it, they'd come and take it. So it didn't <laughs> matter. I'll just see it t- tonight. So, uh, you know, there was just, there was, it was, you know, it was like the sacraments, honestly, like every morning, this is what we did. We never had, I mean, occasionally mom would make cereal, germ, cereal as a pancakes. sacrament. That's amazing, Dame. That's a good sermon illustration. Go. I'm going to use that. Thank you. You bet. Hey, <laughs> um, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, there's so many so many different points of our childhood we could look back at. But what I'm, what I'm proud of is that I can look at my son and realize that he has now taken the baton, and he likes eating cereal as much as I think we did growing up. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, I listen, our Sam time... does too, by the way. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Sam. Shout um, out to Sam. Yeah, I'm so sure. we're 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 about out of time here. So I want to wrap it up uh, with a concluding thought, and I'm gonna kind of spin it back uh, ju- just a little bit um, when it comes to we our topics, conversations. We've been talking. We we spent a great deal of time talking about the NFL playoffs. Uh, how can you not? Um, we talked about uh, some of the uh, unmet potential, uh, wasted talent, wasted potential. We talked about that. Um, let me wrap it up with a sports thought, though. Um, I don't know if you guys watched th- this past weekend, or actually this, it was Monday night, uh, the college football uh, championship. Um, we could debate all all we want about, you know, whether whether or not TCU should even have been in the playoffs <laughs> and all that whole kind of thing. But, like, um, college football is certainly going to be changing uh, quite a bit now because they're going to be moving to 12 team playoffs as opposed to the four it is now. But um Monday night championship games. Monday night championship games. Like it, don't like it. What's 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 your take on Monday night championship games? Now the end now 
before we just pick on college football, college basketball does the same thing too. The final four is on a Saturday, and then the the championship games on a Monday night, usually nine o'clock. What's your take on this? Can I start? Please. I'll tell you that it's I I know the reason that they do it. I don't like it, but the reason they do it is because most people are traveling on the weekends and most people are home on Monday. Most people. They're lot they they reset their lives so that that gives everybody an opportunity to sit down and watch the game. And so okay. a lot of people that like TV viewership is not as high on the weekends. They're statistically proven. Um so they're gonna go with the first day of the week. I mean, no one's, and as the week progresses, it makes it even worse, right? As you get closer to Friday, people start traveling Thursday and Friday. So for, I think that Monday is why they do that. Um, I don't care for it because usually if it's nine o'clock at night, then I'm only going to watch some of the game. I haven't caught a Suns game despite them being five and or six and 15 now in the last 21 games. I haven't caught it just because I go to sleep, you know, nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night. So, uh, um, I think that that that's just the strategy of how they do it. I don't I don't like the. the so you timing. think it's it's a very strategic, has to be st- fully strategic as to okay. the viewership and everything else. Did. It absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, I just from knowing when they did the, the national championship that it was Monday night. There's Monday night football, so let's throw it Monday night for college football. It's after the NFL season's over, so they can own that night. Uh, I do think in yeah. college football did this. They started it a little earlier. So it didn't bother me that it was a Monday night in the sense that I think the game started at like 7.45. It might have been that early on on Monday night, the other night. Uh, It might have been 8 o'clock. But either way, it was pretty quickly starting. It wasn't like the NBA Finals, which don't start until 9.20, or in the case of the National Championship in college basketball, doesn't start until 9.20, which is just mind-boggling. 9.12, Whatever Weird weird tip-off time. It's very frustrating. Yeah. All right. There's a little kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, from, from, from my view, I mean, okay. If Georgia's playing Alabama, it doesn't matter if it's Monday at nine o'clock or Thursday at three o'clock in the afternoon, people are watching Georgia, Alabama. It doesn't matter. Um, Georgia TCU. That's a, that's a whole different ball game. Obviously it turned out to be a whole different ball game, but I struggle because I think now granted, we, we already established it's strategic. They put it on Monday night, but you can't convince me. And this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. You cannot convince me that Saturday night is not going to be more optimal than a Monday night. Now, of course, that brings the question up. Oh, when do you have the semifinals or when do you have the final four? I, I understand that. But those those particular matchups the semi the semifinals were incredible by the way if you, if you watch those games those games were un, yeah. unbelievable they were as good as the playoff the NFL playoffs was last year those 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 semifinals were awesome games but you can't they, and they did really well saturday afternoon new year's eve saturday night i mean the guy's missed field goal goes off at the, at, you know while the ball's dropping <laughs> in, in new york city at the exact same time i just think monday night is rude I, th- I think it's inconsiderate. Um, I didn't watch it, and I probably wouldn't have watched it. I mean, if Michigan played, I'd have watched it. But other than that, I probably would have watched the first half and called it a night. Uh, That's all I did. Caleb, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think just by the time Monday, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know what it is, but like I'm not always thinking about like watching sports or watching a sporting event. Once it gets later in the week, like the weekend, is that's when like my brain kind of turns on to like, you know, watching sports and stuff like that. 
so yeah, when on Monday night, like I was at I was at the Salvatore's dad. I didn't even know what was going on. They turned it on. I was like, I completely forgot about it. It was a Monday night. Wasn't even thinking about it. So I think, yeah, I mean, I just think weekends, I don't know. It just it just sounds like sports to me. Like a month like Monday, Tuesday, I don't know. I just I don't like I think it. they they the way they look at it is that they're gonna get their sports fans regardless, right? Like we're probably still gonna watch, even though like I'm not even that interested in it, but I'm I'm probably still gonna watch. But if they can also yeah. get the people who won't watch sports normally well outside of the nfl outside of the nfl you're doing something in prime time because they're looking for an audience so it doesn't care if it's a weekday or if it's a weekend when you got nba playoffs and certainly the finals and the same with nhl and you got long series baseball you got games every night it feels like correct and so they just put them whenever they put them right when you're talking about the one game championship like basketball college basketball right on nfl they can pick when they want to. I could see them doing, I mean, the women's college does, I think, Friday, Sunday, which to me is better. Friday night, Sunday yes. night. Yes. Um, and I they like started that. they started a little earlier. But the men can't do that unless they flopped, right? Flip flopped. So they could. That's the Super Bowl still is the absolute best time. It's Sunday night, but it's at six o'clock, six fifteen, six twenty, whatever. So the game's getting over at ten, but you can still go to bed at a decent time if you're on the east. Yeah, Coast. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't completely ruin Monday morning unless Correct, you're pushing right, right, your, right. you know, completely your team uh, one. <laughs> right. I, yeah, that's why I'm very that's mad. Ruin Monday morning. I'm very mad yeah, personally that my team's playing on Monday night in a playoff game. I am I too. Watch it, and I don't want to watch Monday night football and then have to nope. wake up Tuesday morning with Listen, very little sleep. I, I will probably, watch every probably minute. Sad, you know. So I, I will watch every minute of that game because my two favorite teams are the Eagles and anybody who's playing Dallas. So and I'm going to watch Tom, every minute of it. And Tom Brady. Yes. And Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a factor. But, but the fact of the matter is now my Tuesday morning's ruined. Like it's already ruined. Like I, I know yeah. it, you know? Yeah. But, um, but like you see it even in college, like football, like with the Mac conference and stuff, they play on like Wednesday nights and like Tuesday nights, just because that's when they can get on ESPN too and ratings, stuff like right. that. Yeah. It's yeah, just all, it's all it's about. And that's right. It's about ratings. And that's why, Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay, Dallas on ESPN. That's going to be the biggest ratings ESPN gets all year guaranteed. And if that game's any good, it's going to be even crazier. So that's why. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe that the most marquee game, it may not be the best game, but the most marquee game went to ESPN on Monday night. They must have paid some extra money to the NFL to get that game because I thought ESPN would get like Jacksonville and the Chargers or something. Because last year, I think they got Arizona and the Rams, which was okay. It wasn't that great of a game in the playoffs, but it was okay. But well, they didn't get the big marquee game. You know, this year they did. They got Brady uh, and they got the Cowboys. And I'm sure this isn't a factor. Maybe it is. Um, I would think that it isn't. But like Aikman and Buck are still, I mean, they're, they're Once the ESPN the- paid for those guys, that allowed them to get better. That's why ESPN got a Super Bowl. In the next few years, because but I like simulcast yeah. Madden and Summerall nowadays. I, right. li- I like Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I do, um, but I want to listen to Aikman and Buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So t- to me, that's like the championship games should be Aikman and Buck and <laughs> Nance and Romo. We're not going to get that this year, obviously. But um, anyway, I-, I think that's. I'm looking forward to watching, you know, Brady versus the Cowboys, Aikman and Aikman and uh, and Joe Buck. And I just wish it wasn't on. Monday night, but anyway, gentlemen, <laughs> a few good Romano men. I love you guys. Love you guys. Appreciate your time. Love it and too, uh, if you uh, are liking this particular show, then please hit that subscribe button or follow this show. 
if you are watching on our YouTube channel, make sure you hit the uh, the follow button. So, with that, follow guys, us. until until next time. Adios. 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 Thank you for listening to the Few Good Romano Men podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to rate and review our show on all major streaming platforms. And tune in next time to hear your favorite Italians.